0: ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio no doubt about it eh you're listening to kurt Phil, and jeff on let's go blues radio the original st louis blues hockey fan podcast take it away boys come on st louis hockey fans stand up and cheer the blues are back strong this is our year it's the blues I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the blues
1: turn now. With <laughs> that Al McKenna slap shot, you know we can't lose. We are St. Louis, the
0: home of the blues. Come on, St. Louis! Come on, St. Louis!
2: <laughs> Come on, St. Louis! Let's do that hockey. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 46 of Let's Go Blues Radio. We're broadcasting live on Tuesday, April 30th, 2019. This is Franchise Episode number 179, All Time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. We'll be with you for the next little while talking St. Louis Blues playoff hockey. It's my sexy radio voice. (laughs) I did not do that on purpose. It kind of just phased into it. It's kind of weird. It creeped me out. Hockey Pillow Talk with <laughs> Kurt hockin'. Price. Delilah. Um, I'm going to need to change my pants. <laughs> uh, we're talking Blues Hockey, uh, Blues Playoff Hockey in their first round matchup versus the uh, Dallas Stars uh, through the first three games of this series. To interact with us on social media, follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio, is the show's account. Mine is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note. Jeff's is at JPonder94. Also, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and the website is letsgoblues.com, where you can listen to past episodes, browse the discussion forum, as well as get some cool t-shirts, mugs, and stickers that you cannot find anywhere else. I forgot to mention, I didn't have it in the show notes here, but um, uh, we uh, launched a couple new t-shirts in the... uh, in the shop and um pretty kinda cool looks crazy excited about it it's uh, we i I had seen the uh the uh they make me drink bottle note uh, uh mashup thing before elsewhere, so kind of tweaked it and uh put it up so that's uh I'm a big fan of that one and then of course the uh oh my god Becky uh, look at look at his beard, beard. <laughs> love it yeah.
1: <clears throat> Something tells me that could go viral for the wrong reasons.
2: Um well I, I was you know, I, I put it up initially as a uh ladies shirt, mm-hmm. thinking that's that was the market for that. But then I had a a request for uh, a suggestion that, well, you you know, the LGBTQ <laughs> uh, yeah, society right. may they may want uh, to to cash in on the the, the the men's version of that shirt, so
1: and the double entendre of beard, right? <laughs> exactly.
2: So uh, okay, so, I mean, it didn't cost anything more to put a men's one up, so I did, and uh, we sold a couple already. So that's just that we just put them up, uh, launched them today. So that's pretty cool. Looking
0: good, looking real good. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So uh, check it out. There's a there's a there's a handful of shirts in there. Um, Retire forty four and the. Uh, uh, Checker dome shirt, which I think is a pretty badass shirt. Um, uh, we, I normally wouldn't bother mentioning uh mundane details about the tech background crap of the show, but we had some of you may have tried to listen to the show over the past week and maybe didn't have the best luck in doing so because our, our podcast host, which this is totally out of our control, um, we host you know off off site. We don't I don't host the show here or none of us do in our in our, our homes. It's no one does. That's not that's not what you do. Um podcast hosts are a thing and they're off site. And so they and ours had issues all week long. The past week straight. Mm-hmm. Has been they've been they've rarely been up. Short little windows where they you can access stuff here and there, but ninety eight percent of the time it's been down. All so right. It's been, a, it's, and it's not just us, it's anyone who is hosted on that server, on their servers at uh, HipCast, I'll, I'll mention their name, HipCast, they, they've been awful. Um, and the, the communication's been wacky, goofy, stupid, they've said they've been up, back up and running half a dozen times and they're not. So um, it also happened to uh, Puck Podcast too, they're hosted there and uh, they people have not been able to listen to their show either, so, um, but uh, we're in the process of switching. So uh, th- th- this week we're gonna try and finalize that and get things migrated over. So um, to a much as
0: are a lot of podcasts on Hipcast. Oh, they're losing a lot of business I, right now.
2: I, that, and rightfully so. I mean, this is. I mean, I I, I kind of feel bad for them because I'm sure they're working hard to try and fix what's going wrong. But I mean, a week out, uh, have there been a week? A week outage is ridiculous. I can see a few hours, half a day, maybe even a day for like a major thing, but a week? That's ridiculous. Mm, I can't. I can't yeah. imagine what happened. Their their building burned down. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, but uh, yeah, my, we're going back to the host we had when we first started seven years ago, and they were they're rock solid, uh, long time uh, hosts. So, uh, looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. Well, let's give them a shout out. You you mentioned that HipCast is the one that. Uh, we are leaving, we're going to Lipson. For yeah. those of you who uh know anything of the ins and outs of podcasts, um that's one that uh we've never had any issues with and I've spoken with the Puck Podcast and a couple other guys that have had issues with their podcast server the last week because they all have hipcast. Uh they are looking into lipson as well. So uh looks like Lipson will be uh Probably benefiting from HipCast mistakes.
2: And I'm sure. And I I, 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 I mean, I, I would like to say the HipCast was great for a number of years, but no real issues. And this year we've had, besides the last week, we've had a couple other issues too, uh, I guess fairly minor compared to this. But uh, it, this year has been uh, not good for them. So whatever yeah, the you reason.
0: Had, you had mentioned the Puck Podcast, guys. I, Eddie had uh, uh, the main host of the show had to post a video apologizing because he had so many people messaging him like, dude, we can't hear this week's show. And obviously this is the biggest time for hockey podcasts right now.
2: Yeah. It's the worst time for a hockey show. Right.
1: It's awful. Right. We've been so just absolutely out of our minds about how, how many downloads and how it seemed to be spiking. And this comes along and, you know, completely subverts that, you know, uh, we, yeah, yeah, you're you're. We apologize for your negative experience. <laughs> it is out of our control. Yes, yeah,
2: I mean I I feel weird apologizing. I, I apologize really? for HipCast. It's just, but yeah, we we had hit fifty five hundred uh, listens in a single day uh, the day before it went down, and that yeah. was an all time high for us. And so it was it was you know we we're rocking and rolling. But uh, so hopefully uh, hopefully here soon we can get that. But at least folks can listen can listen and watch our show on YouTube. I always I kind of steered people that way. If you want to. Listen to the show you can I mean it's you can it's YouTube it's listen mobile uh you know uh, wherever I mean it's it's available it's out there it's on our site so I mean they could listen to it so and there was a, a, a bit of an uptick in listen and uh, watches views of their YouTube shows. so so people were going there anyway
0: so people probably saw us and they said either they had one <laughs> or two reactions well these guys are way attractive I need to watch this every week or Holy shit! What is up with these three guys? I'm never watching or listening to the show again. <laughs> Hoping <clears> for the first one.
2: Yeah, I, I'm excited about Libson. I'm I'm pumped. Me too. Um, so you're,
0: not. But, hey, I'm. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> you know, I'm with you, fellas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the uh, official beers of episode number one seventy nine. Uh, oh, Jeff, let's go with you first this week if you don't if you oh want to. I know we're, we're Wait, gonna we, we, change up.
0: Blues Blues are winning. I don't know if we want to change this up.
1: Yeah, we haven't uh, stuck to us to you
0: know. Yeah, all we didn't. right, that's a good point. I we was first last week. Bit. I was first right. last
2: last time, so you yeah, can go first. You're this right,
0: week. you're right. Okay, how silly of me. Um, by the way, Hawaii Blues fan on uh, the YouTube chat, welcome back, Hawaii Blues fan. Says, holy shit, what is up with these three guys? So he gets it. Yeah. Uh, My beer, the episode is uh, an old favorite of mine. I'm sure if you're a St. Louis native, you've probably at least seen this at bars. Uh, Schlafly pale ale. Good stuff. Uh, Just your typical pale ale, but uh, done by Schlafly, which they'll never do incorrectly. So uh, love me some Schlafly. And if you saw my picture on Twitter, (laughs) Bill, stay away from my beer.
2: I hope you. I hope they. I hope they do a better job producing their beer than you do saying their name.
0: I, I always say it wrong. Don't <laughs> you, I? Say
2: it, you say it the way probably most people do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Bill,
1: I uh, for the second week in a row I'm going with something from Dogfish Head. It's one of the uh, one of the oldest, longest like craft brew. Uh, I, 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 and they're based out of Delaware. I like their beer. I hate their name.
2: Yeah. I hate it. It's, it makes it's me, it, it, it's, it It's it's is. not an appealing name. To, to, to yeah. I'm gonna drink some Dogfish Head beer. It's just yeah. it's funny, but it, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so this is, and I'll probably have another one next week.
1: I got one in, uh, chilling in the fridge that I'm excited about, um, looking for a good time to break it out. Um, but this week I'm going with the uh, Palo Santo Maron uh, Wood Aged <laughs> Brown Ale. Um, I tried to say that like, uh, oh, uh, Pierre, Pierre Maguire, Maguire say <laughs> David Perron, Peron,
2: David Perron, oui,
1: oui. <laughs> yeah, Pierre Maguire who's from like Schenectady, New York or whatever. He's <laughs> yeah. not fucking French Canadian. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, it is in uh, it's a wood aged brown ale aged in handmade Palo Santo tanks this unfiltered, unfettered brown ale is unprecedented blend of roasty, vanilla, and caramel complexities. Agree with it completely. It is a lovely, not see-through color, and 12% alcohol by value. Very caramely, wow. very vanilla-y. I'm a fan of it. If I can find a six, I only picked up a single bottle, and I'm going to go back looking for a six-pack of this. This is good.
2: It sounds good. Uh, I'm uh, I'm bringing back one I had on the show before. Uh, the uh, Four Hands uh, Chocolate Milk Stout Tiki, the Tiki Chocolate Milk Stout, which is their chocolate milk stout that uh, has uh, chocolate, coffee, and coconut, which is pretty good. So, pairing dark chocolate and grilled beef. Which I I enjoy both of those at the same time, <laughs> often. <laughs> you,
1: you marinate your, your yeah, beef in right. dark chocolate dark chocolate marinade right. No, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know
2: what? If I were to put a if I were to open a restaurant and say I had a sirloin with a dark chocolate marinade, it'd sell like crazy. Mm-hmm. I know, I guarantee it would. Yeah. It probably it might not really taste very go, good. We,
0: we could go really dirty with this. <laughs> this this could turn dark very quickly.
2: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Yeah,
0: I'm, uh, well, <laughs> I'm struggling I here am.
1: Too. <laughs> All
2: right. It, that's a ponder. That's a ponder humor thing. If you uh,
0: get it, please email us. At... Yeah.
2: At radio. At let's <laughs> There. It doesn't exist. It's, uh, it does exist. <laughs> radio at let's dot That is our email address. If you want to send us an email, send us, uh, uh, uh comments, questions, suggestions, pictures, um, you know, nudes, whatever um uh, the uh re- resolute, resolute resolution in the youtube chat resolution uh, first time poster and first time listener so welcome to the uh, youtube chat and welcome to the show uh sir or lady <laughs> mm. <laughs> hope you enjoy it hope how did you if you're still listening uh, how did you uh, hear about the show i'm kind of curious Please fill well, out it a quick clearly survey. wasn't in cast. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't through HipCast, no. Uh, that's, that's not... Yeah. Uh, Today in Blues History, courtesy of the at SDL Blues History Twitter account, April 30th, 2019 uh, is today's date, April 30th, 1999. Scott Young scored an overtime, uh, an overtime playoff goal in a 2-1 win versus the Phoenix Coyotes as the Blues fought off elimination and forced Game 6. Uh, Larry Pillow was a little excited. The... Uh, STL Blue History account twitted, uh, attached a video of the goal, and Plo uh, was up in the booth just jumping up and down. <laughs> Forcing oh, the yeah, of, I remember that. Oh, Leary. Oh, Leary. And oh, they went Leary. on to win uh, game seven in uh, double overtime. one nothing. Yes. Who scored the goal?
0: That would Pierre be
2: Turgeon. Pierre Turgeon.
0: Well, if, not, if we Rico go off the, not, not
2: Rico Pearson. No, Rico say, Pearson. If we go off
0: the first play call. It's Ricard Pearson. Yeah,
2: it may have been tipped.
0: It may have been deflected.
2: A good old that was uh, Ken a Wilson. Long
0: topic of conversation for uh, a future episode that we'll have with an Arizona Coyotes writer.
2: That was a trivia question. Uh, who uh, got? I played the clip. And then I cut it off before Wilson said it may have been tipped or may have been deflected, and I said, "Who got the goal?" Because he he called it he called it as a, a Pearson. Uh, 1986. Today's date: 1986. The Blues beat the Toronto Maple Leafs two to one to win their series in seven games. Eddie Beers, Kevin Lavallee, Lavalley, uh, Lavalley, got the game winner <laughs> with with the Blues goals. Uh, 2013. April 30th, 2013. Goodbye. Good night. Game over. That was that game. Uh, Alexander Steen scored the first and only shorthanded goal in overtime in St. Louis Blues franchise history in a two to one win versus the L.A. Kings. One of my favorite Blues moments. Yep, fucking yes. fantastic. One
1: of those moments that I'll always remember where I was, what I was doing when it happened.
2: Yep,
0: yep. That's that's true. And, and uh, you know, you the goodbye, goodnight, game over and, was uh, the TV call gets in there the right. I love the radio call as well. Um, you guys, you, I, I played it in the summer show last year a lot. It was uh, Chris Kerber calling for a shorthanded goal. Yeah, and then yeah, and then Steen scores one. He says, "How about that for your shorthanded goal?"
2: <laughs> mm.
0: Both Brown and Carter led the club with eight power play goals. Stop. Mm.
2: <laughs> I love it. Oh, god, so beautiful. It was so a good beautiful. call too. Yeah,
1: I mean that is that was except for Darren Pegg, like completely <laughs> jizzing himself. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the
1: like the delivery from Kelly, that was probably his finest moment as Blues Broadcast.
2: You know, the impromptu stuff is always right. the best. I mean some of these baseball so calls cuz they see stuff milestones coming right. and they have like something scripted. It's always sound scripted. I don't like it. Right. Um, it's too good, you know?
1: Right. I think, I think at that point I was pretty tired of the thank you, thank you, thank you garbage Mm. that he would throw out. And that, that was like such a redeeming moment for me. Yeah. And just, it's, it, it is, it's one of those moments that is going to be in the blues time capsule forever.
2: He, uh, you heard the story behind uh, what he was doing at the time. Kelly was looking down at his notes. He didn't see the goal. He, I looked up like right when it happened, (laughs) Because he was because he figured okay he's looking at his notes because they're going to bring it up and he was looking at right. something and then uh, who they,
1: scores a shorthand at
2: goal yeah I know and Panger yelled right. in his ear and <laughs> Steen was actually doing something he shouldn't have been doing right you, he was he was he was been pinched, caught behind the net right yeah he pinched in deep but his explanation uh, after the game was that uh, he uh, I, I think he said something about uh, he knew that uh, their guys were tired or going for a change or something and he thought he could pinch and get away with it I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah, That's. I think that's what he said, that, that they were going for a change as well. And so he said, all right, I'm going to go in and I'm going to challenge Johnny Quick. And, yep. hey, it worked.
2: Uh, today's date in history, 1970. Larry Keenan scored the series winning goal for the Blues versus the Pittsburgh Penguins as the Blues advanced to the Stanley Cup Finals for the third straight year. Uh <laughs> with no and no wins to show for it over twelve. <laughs> right. Third straight year and last
1: time and Yeah. Third know, last and yeah. still not any wins. And you would have think that going into this 49 fucking
2: years. You would think that going into that okay, it's like Blues Fans are like, okay, this is a third year in a row, we're gonna win some games this time. Nope, didn't happen. Yeah. I actually have have you seen this? I show you this. No. I have a I have Larry Keenan's uh Money tack? clip. Money clip. Oh, it's a money clip from an old timers game.
1: Oh, wow. that's that's beautiful. <laughs> and you drop that's, it on the table. That's like, <laughs> oh, <geez. still> beautiful.
2: <laughs> that's great. No, it's wow. a it's a Larry Keenan uh, a money clip. It's it was his gift that he was given for playing the old uh, old timers game. What's the year? Nineteen seventy nine. Seventy nine. Eighty.
1: That would have been the first year that I went to a game.
2: I did not go to the old timers game though. So he scored a he scored a few goals in his career for the Blues, or a couple of big ones. Um, 1966. Happy birthday to Jeff Brown, born on this date, 1966, in Ontario, uh, Ottawa,
0: Ontario. So, that's uh, that's one of my favorite players of all time. Me
2: too. I love Jeff Brown. He was I love the
0: way he skated.
2: He he uh, he. I, and then, uh, STL Blues history made a comment on Twitter that uh, he never got enough credit. even didn't mm-hmm. think for how uh, good of an offensive player he was, and I agree. I mean, he, was, he was fantastic. Right?
1: No, he was he was the most underrated because oh. he was so overshadowed by Al McKinnis mm-hmm. I mean, Yeah. McKinnis right. was the premier right-handed hard shooting defenseman of his day, but Jeff Brown was just. I mean, he made the Blues like. It, he gave the blues that extra th- something from the point that allowed Brett hole a little bit more time in the whole heyday,
2: you know, cause mm-hmm.
1: everybody knew hole was going to shoot, but then, right. if, you know, if they didn't cover Brown, he was going to shoot too.
2: That'd be a, that'd be a Jersey. I'd like to have like, mm-hmm. like that Jersey over there that, that yeah. that's Brown era. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd get Brown on that Jersey in a second. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you, wait, what? A bad idea. I'm going <laughs> yeah. <but I>, okay. <laughs> to, what can Brown do for you?
2: Yeah. Um, that just sounded weird. I'm pointing I off camera. Right. There's a, there's a, uh, I got a the Ninja Turtle. I've posted it before. The Ninja Turtle, the four wearing foot the tall 90s. one wearing the early 90s, late 80s uh, blues jersey. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. It's, um. I've seen, a, I've, I've been out uh, looking for some blues uh, attire lately and uh, every place I've gone, uh, every place I've gone. Gone. <laughs> I should not be on huh? the radio. 12%? Yeah. Every place I've gone, they've been selling that version of the jersey, um, whether it's either hull or blank. And um, I, right. somebody showed up at work uh, recently on, you know, because everybody's into the blues right now. And so every corporation's having a big blues, you know, wear your blues attire and jeans if you want to. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and a guy showed up wearing a, a vintage shanty jersey. From that era. Nice. It's, it's, yeah. Did it have a C on it? (laughs) It did not
2: have the C. It was not one of those four games. (laughs) Um, Crappy Goalie says in the YouTube chat that he was at the Steen game, uh, the overtime goal playoffs, and uh, he said he basically blacked out. He was convinced uh, we were about to lose that game and i agree i mean i mean overtime shorthanded and yeah it was not yep. yeah yeah
1: after because yeah i mean i was i was at the game where petrangelo got boarded and uh we had a five on three and la scored a five on three shorthanded mm. goal against us and yeah you just knew la had our number and they were gonna score because they got the power play there everything went their way this such a beautiful thing
2: um, so we got, uh, round two versus the stars, our last show wrapped up before, uh, uh, we knew who the opponent was. We didn't, hadn't played a game against them. So, uh, games one through three, um, game one blues, won that one three to two. Um, and it's funny because, um, before this game started, uh, the night before I had a dream and I posted this on, I, I tweeted this out. So I'm not just making this shit up right now. Uh, I had a dream the night before that. Fabry scored, and the Blues won the game. And uh, I'll be Dan. About six minutes into this game, Fabry scores his first goal of the playoffs. <laughs> I'm
0: like, and not a strong goal either.
2: <laughs> no, 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 not a, It was almost like it was just meant to go in <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it, it was all tied to me. Um, I dreamt it, so it had to happen. Um, no, and uh, yeah, Bishop uh, was beating five hole and wrist shot. Uh, as he came down the right wing, uh, psh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know that the five hole is a weak spot for Bishop because he's just a tall goalie and five holes bigger. But man, he that was psh, I'm not sure what he was doing, where he why he wasn't down a little earlier because uh, what I was, I Fabry has got nowhere to go with that shot.
0: Yeah, I mean, from that angle, I mean, geez, that's that's a that's a routine save for a goalie. His five hole was bigger than my sister's.
2: <laughs> oh, was that, that lot uh, yikes <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um <laughs> jesus <laughs> what is it lost my train of thought here um uh Spezza tied it up uh, later in the first period on a pass across the slot from klingberg um S- uh, one time the pass and his his shot was going wide I don't know if you guys noticed this. On the, on the, I don't yeah. think they talked about it. His shot was going well wide; it wasn't even close. Uh, hits Fabry and uh, redirects by Bennington. Kind of bad break. Yeah. So and then Sarasenko puts the Blues <laughs> back on top. <laughs> I love I love Tlatimir Sarasenko. Uh, it's happened a couple times. Yeah, different announcers too. Yeah, that's so. Um, I get had, the I get the misspeak. I get it, but right. uh, it happened twice. I was like, "What, really?" Right, it was yeah, uh, I, Brendan Burke, I, I, right, in the first game?
1: He's, yeah. He was yeah. yeah. calling it. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, Kenny Albert did it uh, two yeah. or three times
2: last night. Just, just, <laughs> like,
0: God. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be my new player name in uh, NHL 19. Sarasenko. Sarasenko. Sarasenko.
2: Uh, it was a power play goal, uh face-off win in the Ozone. Uh, the puck got uh, moved over to Tarasenko, and uh, he let it rip five-hole. It's the first two goals, five-hole. Yeah. So Fabry's goal was the first shot of the game. So first shot of the for second the round for the Blues for the Blues right, right. first shot of the Blues the first shot for the had Blues eight
1: shots and Bennington yeah. stood right. stout right.
0: right yeah they uh, they didn't have the Blues didn't have a lot of shots after that right. No, I they, mean, they, they scored that goal and then they didn't sh- have another shot on goal for at least another four or five minutes, didn't they? Yeah, they, right. yeah, they
2: were. Uh, the, for the game was something like was that the game it was 29 20? We only had like 20 shots. Well,
1: it's, it's the third period was insane. How many sh- Dallas had 17 shots in the third
0: that game. I think <laughs> that's what you put in the outline. Yeah, that, that's right. 17 uh, shots. Yeah,
2: I put, yeah, I did put it there, Yeah it, Yeah, 17 shots in the third. They had. We had, we had 14 through two periods, 7 7 with 20 for the game. Yeah.
1: And but Dallas completely dominated the third period.
2: Except we have a goalie. Yeah, we do have a goalie who doesn't really tend to give up breakaways that much and yeah and uh actually positionally sound. Yeah. And it's just consistently, you know, pretty pretty good. Pretty good. It's so, it's nice to have one of those. Yeah, and doesn't get down on himself or after after a, a one that maybe he should have had. So
0: Oh guys, leave Brent Johnson alone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh good
1: old smokestack.
0: <laughs> leave him alone.
2: <laughs> uh, then, uh, Tarasenko, uh, kind of schooled Heskinen, uh, and gives the blues a three to one lead in the third, um, uh, kind a clearing lob pass by O'Reilly and, uh, Heskinen, he, 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 kind of screwed this up. He, 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 he gathered the, the lob pass, then tried to move the puck forward. Tarasenko knocked, uh, intercepted it, just turnover basically, and then brought it back in and then beat him wide. Right. Um, Totally suckered him in. With oh yeah. the, with the stutter oh, yeah. step move. Yep. Because that's his move. Right. I mean, he's either going wider cut in the middle, so that's kind of. I mean, if you can sell one and then and deke him on the other side, it, and fantastic, uh, fantastic shot over, yeah. a beautiful chip shot over. Uh, Execution bishop. totally, totally anticipated the poke jack by Bishop too. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You know, you know, you know it's funny.
0: We're, we're we're watching this game, and you know that. That that movie makes a little stutter step on Heiskanen, and, and you know my wife, I, I look at her and I'm just like, "Oh God, that move! I love that move!" and and she's kind of like, "Really? Is that that good of a move?" And I'm like, "It looks like it's not that hard to do, but it's it's and it's not. But like you said, it's hard to sell that move. It's hard to make the defenseman bite on a move like that. And Tarasenko is one of the best at it.
2: Well, it's 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 it's, it's making the move look like something else. Right. That's, that's like when Lemieux had like two moves on a breakaway and he would come in and he would, he, he would, you didn't know what he was going to do. He had, there were two completely different moves, but you didn't know what he was doing until the very last second and you couldn't react. So you had to guess. And, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. You, you, you have a move, you have a couple moves and if you can disguise one as the other and they don't know, you can, you can smoke them. Right totally just throws off the rhythm
1: of the defenseman because he's got to decide, is he cutting back to the middle? Is he not? And that one, that one, you know, just half second Tarasenko gets the angle on him and yep. has the, the power yep. to keep him at bay. I so mean, if
2: Haskin is going to do anything, he's going to take a penalty. Right. And he didn't, he didn't take a penalty, which probably should have, I guess in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, uh, and then uh, late in the game later in the game uh, third period uh, Ben scores uh, pulls the stars within one I didn't like I, I didn't I didn't like how little this was I don't think it was talked about as much as I thought it probably should have been the the whole controversy with the well, the whistle uh, being blown because <laughs> okay Bennington makes a save on uh, the Zucker breakaway then the rebound is put high. Uh, it's fed back in front where there's a bit of a scramble. Bennington is on his back and he thinks he has it under him because uh, our uh, who was the defenseman with uh, Bowmeister? but put yeah. it back, kind of slid was, it back into yeah. him. Mm-hmm. He slid it back into him, but it didn't. It didn't get under him. It kind of went to the side, and then uh, uh, and then uh, Ben uh, puts the puck in, but the whistle had blown right before the puck goes in. Right. So, so
1: Chris Rooney was in the process of blowing the whistle right.
2: when the puck went off of Ben's stick. Right. Exactly. And, and yeah, and so, but what's the confusing part is that the whistle was blown before the. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not a question. The, the whistle mm. went before right. the puck went in. We all heard it, and then he 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 makes his way behind the goal and then points the goal to signal a good goal. And I'm thinking, watching him, like, how can you you can't stop play and then call a good goal? What are you doing? I'm thinking he he realizes, oh, I fucked up, and right. the puck was loose. I'm gonna call it a goal. Mm. I mean, you can't do that. You right. you can't well, do that. How many
1: – I mean, this was the hot topic, what, seven, eight years ago? The
2: intent to blow? Right. Which, he yes. blew. Which, he didn't
1: have intent to blow. He I know, actually blew. I know.
2: And that and that's still a rule. It's, right. that it was not taken out of the books. The intent to blow the whistle is still a rule. I looked it up. Uh, rule 78-5. Uh, apparently, uh, 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 apparent goals shall be disallowed, quote, when the referee deems the play has been stopped, even if he had not physically had the opportunity to stop play by blowing his whistle. This is not a reviewable play, uh, mm-hmm. and therefore the final on ice decision stands. Which is confusing because they review the thing, right?
1: And that—that's the part. That's the worst part of it to me. Is I know that they, that they did the review. He called it like he. You're totally right when you said he caught himself. You know, because yeah, that's he, what that's what happened. He called it. He called it on ice as a goal. Mm-hmm. If if he doesn't do that, then it's it. Sure, they invoke the intent to blow. Right. And I, when was the last time you've seen that actually
2: invoked? Unless, unless he calls up, unless the, he says I didn't mean to blow the whistle, mm-hmm. maybe that was a conversation. Well, I,
1: and and that's the thing I don't I don't so know, so much think that it was a review as it was Toronto wanting to get his like have a conversation about it.
2: Maybe which should even, even then take place. Even then, even then, he blew the whistle before the puck went in. You've we've seen goals not count before because the puck was loose and the whistle blows and they hit it in it doesn't count they wave it off it was a mistake the referee shouldn't have blown the whistle but he did I'm not saying yeah. the goal I'm not saying that the goal the referee was correct he was wrong but the thing is that by the rules that goal shouldn't have counted because that that he blew the whistle and the play was dead before the puck went in and review shows yep. that so I don't I don't understand I, I and after the game, uh, and, and bo, both Brube and Montgomery said they weren't sure what the officials were reviewing because they really didn't tell them. Right, and and that's why
1: I think that they weren't really reviewing it as so much as saying have a conversation. Yeah, but right. he, but well, even
2: what are you thinking, Chris? But even then, but even then, how does the conversation go? Well, I lost sight of the pocket of the whistle. Okay, then then it the play's be dead. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Put the call on the ice is a goal, so it's going to stand. But he. Yeah, that but he's that's, correcting himself on the ice, right. which is what. Okay, I got it wrong. I want to make it right. Which, okay, yeah. I, I get the idea, but that's not the way it's supposed to go. That's right. not. That's not the rules. I'm. I'm, I'm mm. I I'm. I might sound like a bitter fan. I'm moving on the game. It doesn't really matter. But. Right. But it could have been a difference to me. To me, at the end of the day, it was the right call. As as
1: much as I I disliked it, but it also lends credence to
2: more video review. Oh yeah, I I, I mean I I have I, video reviews for that. Video reviews for uh, major penalties, right? Like uh, five, especially in the playoffs. Um, if if you're gonna call a major, a video review to uh, validify your call because that's a big deal. If you miss a call, you're kicking a guy out mm-hmm. for the rest of the game and a five minutes penalty. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. that would I mean that they that that's the Sharks benefited from that and Vegas. If there was a review. For a major penalty, uh, the whole Vegas and Sharks uh, game seven thing, in um, th- the third period, I, I don't, I, I, we haven't talked about this have we, on the show? No, Yeah. No, no. no. Personally, that's not a major to me, I, no, I, no, at all, no, not at all. It's 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 two minutes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that if if they had review that review that kind of thing, uh, Vegas is in the second round now, and the Sharks aren't. Yeah.
1: It's they that was one of those that they they punished to the
2: injury and not yep. to the to the infraction right. right because the way that and and that's bad I mean I I, I I've, we've said this before on the show and I I'm, I'm totally I think this is a, a something that more people need to get behind and embrace that <sighs> officiating in the NHL is always going to be bad it's always going to be bad you you cannot fix it the, the the sport is just the way the sport is you cannot accurately. And efficiently officiate the game perfectly. You can't. You, right. you miss too many things. The, the game is too fast the way it is. You just miss things. It's the way it is. It's the human element, and you can't get around it. Um, but if you have review for certain things,
1: yeah, I, I I think that I think it should open it up to more review. I mean, just in general, I think I think the NHL is. Uh, needs that. Um, I know a lot of a lot of people hate how much delay there is, but you know you can you can enforce more rules around how long it takes, and if you can't come to a decision, the call on the ice stands. But I don't know. I I think it it's important. And the other part to this conversation, and I think this is this is something that would be good to get into in the off season, is if we institute more video replay in the sport. Do we need two on ice refs? Because how many times have we seen refs interfering with play, not not intentionally, but just because they're expected to be in the midst of play? And you know how many passes go off their skates? Yeah, I take one of them
2: off the ice and have like an in the sky referee yes. official. Yeah, that's because okay, I like the two official idea. I mean the 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 idea. Because because the, right. one official it, on the you ice. should get away with murder. Right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, so more stuff gets called, and stuff behind the play gets called more now. So, um, But put the second official off the ice
1: and stop cluttering the fucking ice out.
2: Or make the ice surface bigger <laughs> and take out the first three rows of seats. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> um, so the Blues hold on to win that one four to three um, and go up 1 0 in the series. So that was a good a good start for the Blues. Um even though, you know, you could say they were outplayed in that game, which they they were. Um but uh they won the game, which happened against Winnipeg. Uh a a few, a few times they were they did not have the better to play, they won the game. And so if, I, I'm not going to make a big deal about it because no. it's playoffs <laughs> and I don't give a shit how you win a game. Just advance. I, I don't give a shit if you advance on a on a on a major that should have been a major, and you score four goals in the power play. <laughs> I'm mean, sharks fans. Don't give a flying right. sh- whatever right. uh, that there was a bad call. They moved on. They don't care.
1: Right? Yeah. To our our friends uh, from Teal Town. Uh, yeah. we're, we're hoping for a uh, third round rematch. Oh, I would love it. Two years
2: ago, I would love it. I, I like two years ago. Sorry. I like their goaltending for us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as long as dude doesn't get hurt, because then it's a uh, it's a kind well, of a a perfect head to head matchup. Jake Allen versus uh, Marty Jones. Although
0: uh, you a got ten tonight, to nine games going there. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Kiprios is out of the league, so I mean that's one less guy that's gonna <laughs> jump on your goalie. <laughs> right, prick. Uh so game two, uh, Stars won this one four to two. Um, Saturday afternoon game, so you, you knew we were gonna lose. Um. Three to one after the first period. I didn't even get to. I, I, for some reason, I was, I was working on my computer with some stuff, uh, with the, with the web, with the podcast, and uh, I missed the first like good half hour of the game. I, what? I was thinking it was an, e- I, I, was thinking evening game for some. I was in mindset evening. Lost track of time. Didn't even occur to me. Ended up looking at my phone at one point, and uh, I, I see the notification for the the Blues, Stars game. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> shit, 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 shit. So I missed over half the first period. Um and the, it wasn't I, that entertaining. You No. Okay. No, I went back and watched it, but I mean the, I I was it was, they had just went up 3-1. Yeah, so. Yeah, it it
1: was an interesting first period. Yeah. Um
0: the uh but, the just just lapses. I mean, yeah. you know, you could make the case on on this game reminded me a lot of game 3 against the Jets. Um just blown coverage. Uh, I thought Petrangelo uh, was not covering his man well. Um, I think it was the the first Rupe Hints goal. Uh, Dunn got caught up. Two on ones left and right. Uh, Bennington having to spread across to try and make a save and just not having a chance. Just poor defensive coverage, and not just the defensemen, but the forwards. There was no back checking when it was needed, and uh, just a just an ugly look to the start of the game for the Blues. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and everything really came down to the the four on four. You know, it, it, Dallas got the, like you said, the the first hints goal even strength. Um, you know, and it was Matt Zuccarello was the best player on the ice in this game, and he he did a great job setting up hints for that goal. But then you get the Tarasenko and Ben matching minors goes four on four, and the game just opens up. Dunn makes huge mistake, gets caught. Dallas comes down, scores. We go back the other way. We score Dallas comes back and scores right away. Just, I mean that, that, that less than two minute span, you got three goals scored yep. completely set the tone for the game. And, you know, it was unfortunately for the blues. It was, the tone was
2: sloppiness.
0: Lots of slop.
2: Uh, Preco got his first of the uh, playoffs to, uh, at the time cut the to two to one. Um, and Dallas answered right back with the the ever-dreaded um uh, response goal while your goal is still being announced and yeah. they score on you, which is just ouch. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. hurts. That's it's almost like your goal never even happened. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they just mm-hmm. took it off the board. It sucks. Um now uh the Schwartz goal that pulled the blues within one in the third period. The the they reviewed it for goal interference, which I would have reviewed it too. Mm-hmm. But the thing is is that when I saw it, I'm like, this is not goal interference. I mean this is this is how I saw it. If you guys disagree, let me know. Um Star
0: yeah, it sounds like we agree. Okay. <laughs>
2: I, I I mean I I would think so because we're right thinking kind of guys. Uh <laughs> <laughs> stars fans were bitching, uh wearing their, their, their green uh, tinted glasses, uh bitching during and after the game about uh being goal interference as, as Schwartz cut across the top of the crease to tip Preco's shot over Bishop. Um and the goal stood. Anyone bitching about this game uh, is is an idiot. I I mean I the 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 contact was minimal. It didn't affect whether the goal was going in or not. The puck was going in or not. Um which is a thing now. I which which and we've talked about before about the goal interference and about how we don't know how to be called. I think I for the last good while, I think they've kind of figured it out. I th- I, I have found myself agreeing with the goal interference uh, review uh, decision a lot. I, I can't remember the last time I disagreed with one um, this season or the last half of the season. I, I think they've kind of figured it out. They allow minimal contact, and they really determine – they try and determine if the goal was gonna go in anyway. The puck was gonna go in anyway. Right. The impact. Well, and right. the
0: way that the way that you worded it is 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 right that, that uh it didn't affect the goalie making the save. But to me, the thing that was most important along the same lines, the goal or the, the contact came after the puck passed the goalie. Yeah. You watched the play it was Andy already sports, was which by the way, just did was beautiful on that play did everything right on that tip. And you see him touch the knob of the stick after the pucks already <clears throat> sliding past Ben Bishop, just everything about that for, for what Jaden Schwartz did just a, a, a wonderful play. And yeah, anyone who disagrees with that is just going to be wearing tinted glasses because I think everyone else in the NHL would agree that that was just everything Schwartz could have done. Correct. To score a goal, a big goal there late in
1: the game. Yeah, I mean, from a goaltender's perspective, you know, you're always going to cry foul. Um, I mean, so this is this is inadvertent contact with the knob of the stick. Um, You know, when I was playing high school hockey. During some drills, there were a couple of guys that were fond of actually chopping at the knob of my stick. Oh, I've done that. (laughs) On shots from the point during power play practice. Uh And that's, you know, that's not what happened here. It was, he was trying to cut to the middle. Yeah. He got pushed towards the goalie, made inadvertent contact with the knob of the stick. If Bishop's turning. That's on him. Yeah. If he is that unbalanced going
2: into that save, that's on Bishop, and that's it's. It was right in
1: call. The right call was made.
2: It was inadvertent contact, and it was minimal. It was. Wow. It wasn't. It wasn't significant at all. And, and I think, like I said, the most important thing is that it didn't affect whether the goal was going in or not. So obviously, um, that that's a common sense kind of call, right?
1: And I I think that's your point, right? It, yeah, they've yeah. made common sense. Impact on the game calls, which is probably right. where they need to be.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, w- the point of the the point of goal interference is to um, to maybe take away goals that uh, shouldn't have went in because uh, the goalie was interfered with and he couldn't make the save, or or he was interfered with to the point where he couldn't realistically make the save. I and that that makes sense to me, and that wasn't the case in this in this case. Um, Bennington played. I know I well in this game uh, most. Uh, I mean, stopped Ben on a breakaway and then Sagan on the rebound, um, which was pretty fantastic. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, Bishop held the fourth though. He stopped O'Reilly and Schwartz on point play chances late in the third, uh, both low shots. This time he took away the five hole um, on those chances, so he learned from his mistakes a bit. Uh, Blues got a late power play with under three minutes to go, couldn't do anything with it. Uh, Boy, that was frustrating. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? That sucked. You thinking, okay, was it almost less than two minutes, less than three minutes to go? So you okay, we got a power play, we, and they couldn't do anything with it. And it was very disappointing, and they pulled yeah. their goalie to have a five-on-three for a little bit, um, and then Perron tries to make a, a move of the blue line uh, with. I don't know what, 10 seconds to go. It was less than
1: seven. Yeah. And and he, he, they turn the puck over and hence scores the empty net goal, which,
2: which you were thinking, Oh, dump it in. There's seven seconds to go. Dump it in. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, his best bet was trying carrying and try and beat somebody and Mm -hmm. it didn't work out. So yeah, probably should have tried to
1: chip it on the off the
2: boards and retrieve it instead of trying to go
1: through three guys. Maybe, but
2: But, I mean, there was not much time left. I should probably
0: save this for the next game. We're going to talk about here, even though it's a blues win, but, um, I noticed a lot in this game, and again in Game Three, a lot too. I found myself thinking, "Hmm, I can see why David Perron was a healthy scratch for the for the Golden Knights last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, and I, I know last time I, I mentioned healthy scratch, I was proven totally incorrect. Thank you, Jaden Schwartz. Man. Hopefully, David Perron he's, does the same
2: thing. He's only leading the the he's tied for the uh, league and playoff goals right now. Well, he was dog shit before that. He's got so six. I'm fine with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he was shit before that. so That's fine. He was anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no at Peron. It's Perron! I mean that 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 late was that game was that game two that he took the late uh, uh, offensive zone penalty. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, yes, I believe. Yeah. It. I
0: mean, oh come on. And then something he does a lot, and he's he does this in the regular season too, but it doesn't bite him as much. Is He'll get the puck in the slot or in a good shooting spot. And I know we, we talk about Tarasenko, never one timing it. Peron does this absolute cradle and shoot move where he pulls it in closer to him and then shoots. And again, he's got a good shot, so that's fine. But when 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 you're in the slot, you need to rip that puppy. And, and he's not doing that. And it's causing a lot of block shots, a lot of turnovers. It's just it's just poor execution. And, again, like, almost every time I see that, I say, yeah, I can see why Vegas didn't want him playing last year. Hopefully he turns it around. I'm not saying he's playing terrible. He just makes bad decisions. And that, that just – that's got to stop. Because if he were to stop making bad decisions, he's a hell of a top six forward for a playoff team.
2: The uh... – the equipment deal with uh, Bishop was in this game. And, oh yeah, and uh, I didn't have it in the notes here, but we, uh, it was uh, Doug brought it up in the in the ch- YouTube chat, which I I'm like, oh yeah, well, let's talk about that. The that was horse shit. Yes, that was. I mean, um, it had to have been almost three minutes. They were over there, or at least I mean, two to three minutes. Of just
0: I can honestly say I've never seen
2: that before. Uh, me either. And, and the 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 uh, I I assume everyone has seen it. Bishop goes over with, with equipment, something with the bottom of his pad or his skate. And uh the back their backup is working on his skate and he's, he's, uh, uh, Bishop's on his knees in, the, in the, on the on the bench, and they're working on something and the official goes over there after it might have been after like 30 seconds and said uh or 45 seconds and motioned to their uh, what's the backup's name? Um Kudobin, yeah, Kudobin, uh, to come in the game. And I'm thinking Kudoba, Kudoba, <laughs> Kudoba. And, and so yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, good. They're they're enforcing the rule. You can't. And Dallas didn't have a timeout here. They you, they burned it on okay. a review and lost on Schwartz's goal. So, and essentially, they got an extended timeout here for free mm-hmm. because Bishop came to the bench. And the and the 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 reason they got it is because the officials were spineless. They didn't. They should have assessed him a bench minor. Um for not getting the backup in there, because I'm not sure what happened, with the conversation was, and because the, he motioned to get in the game, you could you could see it, and it never happened, and and they were going on for another minute or plus just mm-hmm. after that. It was just ridiculous.
0: Well, and I'm fine with it with it being a starting goalie. I'm fine with it. Maybe with with the importance of the playoffs going a little bit low, stretching it just a I'm not,
2: tiny bit more. I'm not because they didn't have a timeout and and they were and well, and, and
0: they, I'm I'm fine with it because I. You would hope that they would do it for your team too, but this was acidine. It was ridiculous. It, I've never seen a time ty- a, a, a non-timeout last that long for goalie equipment. We see it in a November Tuesday game between the Blue Jackets and the uh, San Jose Sharks. You know, oh hey, you got 15 seconds to get that pad fixed, and if you're if you're not ready, get your get your backup out here. I mean, you see it all the time, like. Yeah. The fact that they just let him stay over there as long as he did without pulling in the backup. You're right. That should have been a bench minor. I mean, it wasn't
2: that long ago that, uh, um, uh, who was it? Um, Luongo uh, in the playoffs in overtime uh, wasn't out there for the start of overtime and they had to put their backup in because he was in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so, and so their backup started the overtime. What's going on? Um, And he played for, you know, the first few minutes, um, so I, and to me, this is, I'm not being a bitter, this is the fucking rule. It's a rule in the rule book. You don't, anything other than a quick uh, equipment thing at the bench and back over to the goal that you're, like I've seen all the time. You see the, the buckle on the, on the, on the helmet and the mask get replaced. Right. If it's broke or cracked, it's plastic. Uh, you see them replaced all the time. Takes 20, 30 seconds. That's fine. I get right. that. But not an extensive thing where they have an issue,s and it's going to be it's one, two, three minutes. No, right. no, no, no,
1: no, right. It was uh, I think Ingle Magazine um, was tweeting about what it was. It's it was the the toe cradle. Um, okay, and he's he uses uh, like the most modern version of it, and it it's a, it can be tricky, but that's why this rule exists, right? You know, to, sure. to make sure that you get the goalie. To, you know, if, if the goalie is going to have a major equipment malfunction, you don't delay the game. Right.
2: Right. You get Especially it, right. when they don't have a timeout. That's right. what pissed me off right. because really they could have said, OK, I'll take my timeout. We'll get the situation fixed with the goalie. And the, the official says, hey, if you're going to be over here any longer, you got to use a timeout. But they didn't have one. Right. So they essentially so a, got an extra it's, timeout it's, at a longer we'll, than a timeout. We'll let you fix it, but you get a delay of game penalty. Yeah, right. Right. That, that too. You, the referee, the official, could do anything he wanted. He could have said, "Get your backup in in the next. Get out here in the next fifteen seconds, or I'm calling a penalty." You know, I am mean,
0: and- not sure if it was. Uh, I think it was the the Nashville Dallas series actually that um, there was an icing, and I want to say it was even Jamie Ben. Um, they line up for the faceoff. Ben got stuck out there, and he's like, "Oh, uh, wait a minute, my my stick uh, it's broken. I go yes. to get another one." Yeah, you know we we see that kind of stuff all the time. So what's stopping a goalie from saying you know hey yeah this 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 uh my my toes screwed up here but you know what take your time take your time let the guys get rested they're not going to call a penalty on us i mean what's stopping a goalie from doing that in the future after seeing that
2: the blues are pressing too uh, at that moment they they the, the, there was a stoppage in play but the blues had had some chances and uh they're down by one and he pulls that and i'm i I'm not saying he was faking an equipment issue. It was a, it was a it was a real issue. But I mean, there's a the rule is in the books for a reason, and I don't care if it's playoffs. I mean, I get going over there and and getting a quick thing taken care of. Like I said, thirty seconds tops. But this was ridiculous. The fans were getting booed. I'm I, I don't I, and I don't know why it wasn't a bigger deal. Uh, just this that's a it should have been a bigger deal. Um. After this game, let's see, the Dallas tied this game up. Uh, uh, they had the empty netter uh, we talked about uh, with uh, Ben, uh, the turnover with Perron at the blue line. Uh, with three seconds left, game was over anyway. Um, didn't matter. So, uh, serious tied at one. Uh, Dallas took home ice advantage away for the time being. And on to game three, where the Blues uh, won last night's game, four to three in a very exciting game. <laughs> so, let me shit. ask real
0: quick, real, before we get into this, um, Defensive line changes. There's there's a couple couple moves there, right? You saw Gunnerson come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portuzo comes in. What do you guys think of that?
2: Awful. You know, uh, Gunnerson did make that really nice play, that stick lift. Um, no, no Gunnerson great. Portuzo yeah. awful. Yeah, I mean, even even though, uh, yeah, I I, I he. Uh, I, I, he he did give us he did give us the him and Lindell the whole right, uh, right. <laughs> the whole incident with right. the cross checking and, and that 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 thing and <laughs> we can talk about that more later that may have set the tone for the rest of the series yeah oh oh well there's a micro uh, a microphone there's a microscope on Lindell now mm-hmm. and he he's not gonna get any calls I, yeah. unless it's a high stick to the face where he's bleeding he's not getting any calls I,
0: I I don't understand how that idiot hasn't gotten a uh, a, a fine I know they they find guys for diving right i mean right. we've seen yep. it why what the hell where's the call on this four guy? times
2: three times one play and the fourth uh later uh when uh did you guys see the one behind the goal view yes. that showed it
0: <laughs> the
1: the, yeah. the best so and i don't know maybe he doesn't get fined because uh Maroon really you know, like the the last one the after- penalty was losing the game
2: because of your stupidity well that but <laughs>
1: but um i said Maroon, but portuzo after oh. after they've already made the penalties made the penalty call against both of them portuzo hits him again and it's the worst of the three yeah right the, yeah three initial <laughs> dives so, but
0: you should yeah. you should have gotten 4 minutes there yeah. I, I mean i know that i'm just nitpicking but I mean, good lord! I, you're already calling the dive there. He does it again. Mm-hmm. I'd say, hey, you're getting another two there, buddy. Good lord! Um, uh, screw that guy. I, he he quickly ju- jumped up my list of least favorite current players.
2: Oh, he's a. I mean,
0: he wasn't even on the radar. Now he's like he's a piece. Top fifteen. Yeah.
1: He's a piece. After so, what is it about guys named Essa that get under your skin? <laughs> right. Yeah, it. He was he was the best at it. But, oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um as I was trying to calm down and go to sleep last night, I'm still scrolling through my phone looking for the perfect meme. And I I I said, All right, I'm done when I got to uh, when somebody, I forget who it was, uh posted the uh Key and Peel soccer diver episode uh, for, oh, yeah. for him. Yeah, that that was perfect. Live look at Essa Lindell, I think it was. <laughs>
2: Hmm. uh schwartz scores again uh first period first goal of the game uh some good work by o'reilly uh down low passes you break with the point and he lets a shot go that schwartz uh, awkwardly deflects by bishop cool looking deflection kind of like yeah. a almost like a, sau- a hover a f- sauce kind of a I don't know, frisbee kind of a deflection yeah uh, it was neat um almost like slow motion but uh and then, uh, so Pareko has, uh, points in all three games in the series and Schwartz is now tied for the league leading goals in the playoffs with six. Um, not anymore. Oh, that's tonight. Logan well, Kutcher okay. has scored. Okay. So before tonight's games.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's impressive considering he didn't score at all in the first four games of the playoffs. I mean, <laughs> <Right>. that's, <laughs> that's something.
2: It is. Um, and you know, uh, this is kind of exactly what we talked about the blues needing, um, heading into the playoffs. Uh, with Schwartz, like he was like the guys, like, okay, we need Schwartz to kick it up and, and him, Fabry, Bozak, you know, Maroon guys that didn't contribute as much in the regular season, as much as they had would hope to do. Uh, It would be nice if the secondary scoring, the ever important secondary scoring in the playoffs, which is how you win cups, defense and and secondary scoring, right? It's
1: it's how, yeah, it it kicked in. Yes. Who, who, who scored
2: last night and who didn't score last night? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, Radulov ties it up for Dallas, and I, I, I think Ben Radulov and and now I agree with you, Jeff Lindell. Those three guys, uh, my top three hated on this team. Yeah. That's uh,
0: yeah. I've always hated Radulov. Yeah. The shit, he's pulled
2: the uh, little neck beard thing going on. <laughs>
0: It, I, <laughs> the, Eddie <laughs> yeah, the Eddie Munster last Yeah,
1: the Eddie Monster meme that uh, somebody posted today <laughs> was pretty awesome. Um, looks just like him. Uh, the yeah, but that that pass from Jason Spezza to him uh, was sick.
2: It was beautiful. It was between it was between, uh, it was between uh, Steen and Gunnarsson, I think it was, and, uh, and and the shot was beautiful. I mean, he, you mm-hmm. could tell when he was he was uh, uh, took the shot. He he made a point to go upstairs if he mm-hmm. could, yeah. and because uh, he knew. And Bennington, to his credit, he fucking got over. And if yeah. that puck was yeah, not put upper uh, upper glove, he had yeah. it. Um, yeah. that'd have been. A, I mean, so yeah, it was it was a great play, great shot. Uh, nothing Bennington Bennington could really do. Yeah, he did as much as he could. Yeah. Oh yeah. He did what he yeah. uh, he. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, and it's it's you know I I looked at that play when it was going live, and I just. Shook my head because it's like, come on, blue, two blue sticks had the opportunity to get there and they just didn't. But then you just, I mean, you you got to marvel sometimes. Like when I watch the replay, it's, it's these guys are elite for a reason. You know, I mean, Jason Spezza, yeah, he's he's he was a healthy scratch earlier in this playoff and he has not been the player they thought they were getting when they signed him. But he's still a hell of a passer. He's still a guy that can. Thread the needle, and then when you got a guy like Radulov who can just fire it from anywhere on the ice, that's just a pretty goal. And uh, yeah, like you said, the fact that Bennington almost got over that—that—that that, uh, that shows his athleticism on the play, and that he's never willing to give up on it, which is what
2: you want a goalie. Uh Bozak gave the Blues a 2-1 lead midway through the game. Uh some real nice work by Dunn uh, to draw covers down low and then pass the puck back out to Thomas who uh uh took a couple strides and uh took a shot on from the faceoff dot. It squirts through Bishop and uh came up behind him where Bozak had rolled off his defenseman and was able to poke it in. So that was uh just I mean just I mean that the and very nice uh uh Johnny-on-spot the uh kind of goal.
1: Right. Robbie Thomas doing everything to push that play, make everything happen. Um, I mean, he was he was the one guy the NBC announcers seemed to be okay talking about for the Blues. He's got an extra jump in his step. <laughs> I think I heard that five six times, um, and yeah. it was the case. I mean, he he really Is that was. That AJ? Um, <laughs> uh, no, it, that wasn't one of her like twelve comments. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was Pierre and um, Kenny Albert. Um, <laughs> yeah. but he did a great job, just stick handling, getting into the zone, making the play happen, getting the shot off. And like you said, Bozak rolling off his defenseman, getting free and, you know, yep. opportune goal as it trickles underneath Bish.
0: Yep. Was, was this the one that it seemed like they didn't know if it went in right away?
1: No, no, that was, was that was the maroon goal. Yeah. At the oh, end of the game
2: right. The and You're the maroon right. goal, um, I, 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 well, we'll get to that, but I, I, I knew it was in, I, 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 I saw, I mean, from I, well, the camera angle shows right. it in, but I guess Maroon was kind of screened by Bishop maybe, and a lot of the players weren't kind of sure. And the ref took five seconds yeah, to Yeah, I know. I'm like, fucking like, call yeah, it a goal. It's a goal. I
0: was going to say, I mean, from, from our angle, from the TV angle, it's pretty easy to tell that yeah, one went in, but I right. guess we're depending on where you're at. Maybe you couldn't tell right, right. away. No, I'm,
2: I'm sure Bishop kind of screened uh, Maroon because it went, it went under Bishop's arm and so he probably didn't see it as much. But the net rippled, too, so I guess he didn't see that either. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Bennington made a save on Radulov on a breakaway in the second period. Uh, Kogliano had a breakaway set up by Bishop, uh, which I mentioned uh, Gunnarsson's nice play on the stick left. Beautiful stick lift. Oh, um, unbelievable. So perfect timing. And, not and, taking a penalty with hooking. Perfect.
1: Right. And, and again, you know – all of us blues fans were hard done by the uh, commentating on the NBC feed last night. All they talked about going into that uh, after that play was the pass by Bishop, mm-hmm. but that play by Gunnarsson was oh. just, it's just absolute desperation defense play. And he got it,
2: it. That was, that may have been the turning point of the game. Yeah. And not, not- to take a penalty. Yeah, oh yeah, because if you if you get to stick oh. up in the gloves, that's a penalty. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh that's a hook. But um if uh and and not only did he did he stick lift properly and like a like a boss, he uh the the puck, he uh kicked with his back skate into the corner out, out of uh, harms way. Right, cuz there were it was basically a 2-1-0 sure. oh yeah. that he came back and broke and up. I'm like uh not only did you take the negate the shot, but you uh, cleared the puck on the corner with your back skate, you know, kind of sweeping it forward. Uh, fantastic. Uh, bravo. And, and, I mean,
0: the angle, I guess, from the camera. Um, it looked like Cagliano, there's no way he was going to get caught. Yeah. And then, even on the replay, when uh, they I think they showed one with the camera behind the net, and even on that one, I'm like, how does Gunnarsson get back there? But it's just, it's just again, willingness to not give up on the play. That was phenomenal. Great work by Gunnarsson.
2: And then Lindell's dives. Uh, Lindell dove uh, three times while being cross-checked uh, by Bertuzzo in the corner. Uh, they were cross-checks. I mean, nothing vicious. They were. They you were see cross- that? Oh yeah, th- yeah, yeah. Right. I know. I agree. I mean, because yeah. uh, I, I you hear. I mean, you, the, the Dallas fans obviously arguing and saying, "Well, they're are cross-checks." Um, well, yeah. The, the both hands are on the stick, and the and the stick is hitting uh, Lindell in the back, but. It's nothing vicious, and if if Lindell does not dive, it's not getting called. Um, so, which is interesting, because it's uh, if you're not going to call it, yeah, that that's, that goes back to the officials not having a spine either. But it's, I mean, really, it, it, the cross checks weren't violent. Well, the last one was. The last one was kind of. Uh, it was he got two hands in after the whistle, but that was after the play. But well, uh, and.
0: First of all, i loved Portuzo's reaction after the second one. <laughs> just right.
2: throwing, He's it. What are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know.
0: Well, then the third one, it, rem- it reminded me you mentioned Kiprios earlier. It reminded me of that because yeah, he did get a good cross check on him, but the way Lindell fell. Watch watch that again because his head yeah. spins around like he just got punched in the face. <laughs> yeah dude that that would have done nothing to your head why are you falling that way
2: so did uh, did drago uh get you on the chin uh (laughs) what what no you were cross-checking the back but your head goes like this it's like what okay oh god that guy he's an asshat yep um and he got a penalty for it deservedly so and of course uh your dallas fans are booing like crazy which okay whatever home fans Homer fans, but. But to actually go off it's one thing at the, in, in the arena to boo. Okay. You didn't see it maybe. Maybe they didn't show it on the jumbotron, maybe they did, I don't know. But to boo it, I get it. Okay. It's you but to the social media backlash to kind of say, you know, well, you know, that kind of a number of people saying that it probably shouldn't have been embellishing, I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Right. That that was the clearest embellishment that we've oh, seen. I you, mean
2: do, you, what is what's the saying fool me once <laughs> shame, shame on, on me you. if you fool me you can't fool again <laughs> yeah um before me before me you yeah. can't get fooled again can't, can't be fooled again whatever um
0: and it's just, again it's just shocking to me to see that the nhl hasn't said a word about this
2: uh, I, yeah because you yeah. can get fined. Really? that's what that's I, what i was there are so many to, fines uh,
0: throughout the year for this kind of thing and you're not you're just going to ignore it now when it's it's in the biggest stage. I mean, everybody saw that
2: a fine is easy to do. It's not going to hurt the player that much. It's not going to affect his time on the ice, find him and send a message that way. Because I mean, fuck four times he dove in this game.
0: Well, that's, and well, that's the thing too, is that they, you know, I've always heard that, you know, okay, well fine. Maybe he doesn't do much, but at least he gets his name on the books, So he's a repeat offender. Yeah. If he does it again, like now, none of that. I mean, now Lindell, you know, next, let's say next year, he gets he gets a fine for for doing what we saw him do, and and they can't claim the well he's not a repeat offender so it's just a fine. Hell no, he is he is definitely a repeat offender.
2: Uh, here's where the fun starts, I mean if the fun hadn't started already, uh, Coglano's goal uh, ties it up in the third period. So Shen makes a bad pass to Dunn at the point on the power play, so this this is the shorthanded goal. That kind of just like uh, you would you would think would kind of be you know a backbreaker of sorts. Um, seven minutes to go in the game, results in a two and one for Dallas. Yamark uh, and, Cal- and Cagliano, done. I thought played this terribly. Done had a good game. I thought he had a really good game, but I thought he played this two and one awful. Uh, he goes down to his knees. I don't know why. Uh, takes neither the shooter or the pass really. Um, he ended up blocking the pass, I guess, but it, it, he actually put it on net, and then uh, Bennington makes the save, a nice save on that, and it pinballs back out, hits Dunn, and then Cagliano's there to sweep it in. And it was a kind of a... just Dunn's like out of... He's he's taken out... Of, he takes himself out of the play. If you're going to go down to block it, lay down. Take away the pass. You know, it yep. hits you and it stays under you or something. Don't go to your knees. It could, it could bounce off anywhere. That's a, that, was, that was a bad play. by Dunn. I don't
0: really know what he was thinking. I mean, yeah. there's there's times where, I mean, I know I've made a a poor defensive play on a two on one or something, and you know I look at the goalie, hey man, sorry, that's my fault. But I, going down on your knees, what what is that doing? What you're? It's not it's not making you bigger. It's not taking away the ice. I mean, not really. I mean, well a little. On your...
2: A little he is, but but uh, I forgot who was back. It was was it Tarasenko or O'Reilly? Uh, was. Was back and actually tried to make a stick check on the on the on the shooter on on Yanmar. I think it was O'Reilly. O'Reilly. So I mean, there was a guy over there. So it didn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was a two on one, but it wasn't. There was a guy hustling back. So Dunn really could have faded back towards the the and played the pass even more. Mm-hmm. I right. don't know.
1: I but I I think you. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I don't want my, to overanalyze it, right. but
2: but I saw was a, I thought he played it poorly.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think I think my read on it was that he thought he was too close to the goalie to lay down and possibly take the goalie maybe. out. Maybe, maybe,
2: yeah, maybe, maybe. But then at that point, uh, take yeah. out just to go up, tie up the guy behind you. Right. I mean, I don't know.
1: Right. It it was a bad decision. Puck ping pongs between him and Bennington, and yeah, goes right back to Cogliano, and
2: yeah, yeah. and uh, so after that, uh, Petrangelo goes upper blocker. Oh my God! Mm. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I I jumped out of my I shorts uh, when he sc- blew a slapper by Bishop, uh, upper blocker from the far boards, well outside of the circle. Um, Thomas cruised in front of Bishop, uh, created like a moving screen there, um, but great placement on the shot, um, mm. and it was kind of fluttering too, knuckling a little yeah. bit. So uh, great shot for his first of the playoffs. That was a
0: huge. Yeah, I mean goal. We're, we we talked about it last show that you know this team. Thrives a lot on their defensemen scoring goals. And you see Colton Breco finally break through in game two. And now you see Alex Petrangelo breaking through in game three. And I mean, we talk about it the, the one timer. God, you don't see that enough from the from the Blues, especially the defense. Especially some Petrangelo. of these guys can shoot.
1: Petrangelo overhandles the puck way too much. And for him to actually, he, he took multiple one timers in the third period. It was refreshing to see. And you know, that the pass by Jabo was you know perfectly placed and it just, it fluttered just
2: enough <laughs> right. right as he took the shot.
1: And yeah, it just
2: got, it was the thing of beauty. Doug uh, yeah. in the, in the YouTube chat says, uh, rewatch the video. It wasn't a bad pass. He was tripped. Uh, Talking oh, about uh, Shen was tripped by Cogliano, yeah. The, the pass right. coming out of the zone, which uh, on the power play, I guess. Yeah, it could have. Yeah, I saw uh, reading
1: Rutherford's recap today in uh, the Athletic. He talked about that. Okay, that, that it could have, you know, that you know it, it was potentially a blown uh, penalty yeah. call. Okay, fair
2: enough. Either way uh they ended up scoring. But they pressured us at the point on the power play and we yeah. try to force a pass through. And at that and and that and that rotation in the power play we only had one guy high, so right. uh that was not good. <laughs> Chip it down. Low. <laughs> right. Um uh then Sigin uh oh, this goal yeah ties it back up <laughs> after the Petrangelo turnover which uh, yeah
1: somebody tweeted Alex Petrangelo give th- th- it and Alex Petrangelo take, take it away. It
2: away. Yeah, um, he had a chance to get the puck out. Uh, just makes a bad play to O'Reilly on the board. Five boards.
1: feet behind O'Reilly on the board, so O'Reilly has no—he you know, has no legs. He has no chance. I mean, I, yeah. we've talked about it how how out of gas O'Reilly's looked in the playoffs. You're gonna have to make a better pass to him at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, and let's face it. Four, four, what, four fifteen left in the game. You got a three-two lead. Yeah, I see that. You know, hey, give it to your skill guy. Let him skate it up. But just get the puck out of the okay. zone. That's your number one priority. Get it out. That's take the icing.
2: Just, <clears throat> how many times? How many times do you think Blues fans of all the TVs? Uh, get it out. Yeah. <laughs> fucking get it out. Quit <laughs> fucking around with it and get it out. Get out. Jesus Christ.
0: Do it. Come on, do it. Do it, do
2: it now. <laughs> get
0: out.
2: Um, Stars kept it in. Heskinen uh, ends up with the puck and passes across the slot to Sagan, who, uh, and Bennington was playing the shot. I mean, yeah. you know, and Gunnarsson lost his man for a second, and, or a half second, a tick, uh, yeah. and uh, it's all it took. One so. of
1: those prolific goal scorers yeah, no. in the game right now. It, it was it was a really smart play, a really great pass. Yeah. no, I mean, Heis- fucking Heskinen has got to be there. Heskinen and Hintz. Two guys you're not, you know, you're worried a little bit about Heisken and Hintz, not so much, but those guys have been the catalyst and Zuccarello, Mm. you know, that they, they have been what's kept Dallas in the series.
0: Yeah. The thing that annoyed me, I mean, we obviously, Petrangelo turned the puck over, but, and I know that, you know, a turnover like that, it it happens so quick and you had to reset your feet. You got to get ready for the play to come back the other way, but man, Gunnarsson, did just he looked lost on that play i mean yes tyler sagan is one hell of a player but man you got to put a body on him you got to lift his stick you got to take a penalty do whatever you can to make sure that puck doesn't get clean to his stick and yeah man he just he looked lost on that play
2: i think i think well he was watching the play he wasn't watching his man and i and yeah in that situation uh You've just—I I think you just attack your man. Um, you're trying to protect a one-goal lead late in the game, and uh, you 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 go after your guy and tie him up because really, it doesn't matter if you block the pass. That's not—it shouldn't be your job. You tie the guy up because there's nobody else there. So just tie your guy up, and he he had—he was with him, but he didn't stay with him. So just for—and not long. I mean, it was a great pass. Mm. So. And then, of course, maroon nets the game winner with uh, a minute thirty-eight left. Uh, maroon uh, gives Lindell a shove, and he goes down like a like a sack of of moldy potatoes <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the side of the net. Dies for the fourth time in the game, uh, which uh, Chris Kerber. Uh, have you heard Chris Kerber's call? I have not. Oh my gosh, it's no, so good. I haven't either. Well, not on that call. I'm sorry, Chris Kerber's call on the uh, the earlier with the, the yeah. three dives he calls him out for diving three times. Once a given penalty, it's is pretty good. He's yeah. out, he's outraged. Um, so dives for the fourth time in the game, uh, which leaves the front of the net wide open for which I, I would love to talk about this for a minute. Um, you dove three times earlier in the game, you got called for it with a, almost the game is almost, the regulation is almost over your t- tie game. Your man's maroon in front of the net and you dive at the side of the net, taking your, taking, yourself out of the play so the, the front of the net's wide open the puck goes behind the net maroon picks it up uh curls around walks in front mm-hmm. there's no one there because lindell is getting up on the other side of the net and he puts it under uh under bishop's uh, uh blocker arm over
1: over the blocker arm. under his arm
2: well, Un, under his arm read, deflected and went up
1: did you read his his uh, comment about that today? about how he
2: practiced yeah, uh practice going up he
1: said well all through the playoffs, he's yeah. been practicing that because all
2: season he would just muff it and put it into the pads. Yeah, but I, he didn't. He didn't go over his arm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, he went upper blocker. He went. He tried. He went. Uh, he got it off the ice yeah. over his pad, but it, I think it hit the. T- I hit on his arm. Hit the like something behind him, like his pad, and went up and it hit. The, I'm pretty sure.
0: Hey, Ross, Rachel, look it up. Look I want it I Stop arguing. I'm, I'm looking at it. Look up it up. right now. <laughs> Um because no, it's uh man, we, here. I what I loved about that was the fact that like you, I mean you you alluded to it. We've seen Pat Maroon make that type of play before and shoot right into the pads. Yep. And let's also face the fact too, with with Liddell making the freaking dive there like a sack of potatoes. Moldy <laughs> Your potatoes. moldy potatoes.
2: That's a sack moldy of moldy potatoes. tangerines.
0: Sorry. Sorry. Uh but no, he uh Pat, that's where Maroon gets the job done. That's where he's known to score goals. And you're going to leave him there so you can dive and try to get a penalty with 130 left in the game in a tie game?
2: Such a stupid play. Just a dumb...
0: I get that he's one of their top defensive forwards, but man, if I am Jim Montgomery, I'm considering benching him in the first period next game. I mean, good Lord, you don't do that kind of stuff.
2: His finish is European.
0: To me, that well, that like game sure shoot. was finished pretty quick, huh? <laughs> mm.
2: I, I'm I'm gonna. I'm, anybody in the YouTube chat? Uh, did that go? Um, did Maroon's goal go under the arm or over the arm? All right,
1: we're going to the oh. slow mo instant replay. All right. So it goes through and up. And it it didn't hit anything. It went through. It went through here, mm-hmm. but hit upper.
2: It didn't hit anything. We well, still went under the arm. I'm still yeah. right. Yeah. Were, we're both
1: right. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Okay. But but so but here's, but he, here's also that, right.
2: he didn't hit that hole. He hit this hole. Right.
1: There. Here's <laughs> also an alternate look at Lindell's play here. So he pushes he pushes off on him. It's not a penalty at all. No. But no, no, Lindell no. does reach out to try to cut the puck with a stick as the puck's going behind the net. Okay. So it might not be an entirely uh, egregious dive okay. like the previous one. Okay. All right.
2: He um still sucks. a
0: piece of shit. Yeah, he's very shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um so the Blues won this game uh, uh and tie the series up at or uh, go up in the series two one. Yes. So I'm uh so tomorrow's uh series becomes an absolutely huge game for both teams. Dallas obviously does not want to go down three to one. Coming back to St. Louis, and St. Louis would obviously love to be up three one. So even if the Blues lose tomorrow, the Blues still have home ice advantage. Not that that's a huge right uh, advantage in the first round. No, but uh, again, like I said, home ice advantage is not really a thing in the playoffs but if it comes down to game 7, i just wanted to be at home. I'd rather be at home. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be as i, I mean I still be nervous as hell, but I wouldn't be scared <laughs> of their crowd. So, mm, well, see. except for that they
1: throw beer and popcorn. Yeah, right.
2: Room. That was horse shit. I mean, yeah. one I mean, one bad fan given their fan base a bad name, Which, Well,
1: we know it wasn't a Blues fan cuz they don't let them in the building. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: Right. Huh. Well, they don't let blues fans from outside their what the three or four states that they allowed them in. It yeah. was te- Texas and Oklahoma and f- a few others around there. But yeah, if, if you from-
0: talk to people from Texas, they'd probably be pissed that they let Oklahoma people in there. <laughs> Texas hates Oklahoma.
2: There were there were there cool. were blues fans there. They just were from those states.
0: So well. You know the Nashville has the same rule, and I there's ways to get around it. I got oh yeah, it just times.
2: buy you you buy tickets from a ticket broker and you're fine. Although wasn't didn't somebody say no opposing jerseys? Didn't someone say yeah. that? That there, there were rape. that's rape. I think that's against the law. Well, yeah. maybe not against the law, but that's that's horseshit. Right. the The whole thing is for that.
1: If I am paying you money to visit your arena, you are not going to tell me what I can't. Can and can't wear right for a sporting not, event. It's right. not
2: a. It's not a. It's right. not a. I'm not a there. I'm not a soccer
1: hooligan. I'm not there to incite violence. I am there to support my team. Right.
2: It's not a black tie affair. There's no dress code, so you're not breaking any dress code in a private property. You're you should be fine. Uh, yeah. Only and Doug says only Ticketmaster is blocked and StubHub did not. Right to StubHub to uh, uh, SeatGeek uh, scalpers. You know that's you can. That's. People act like you can't get into a game. I I cannot recall the last time I bought tickets for the Blues uh, through Ticketmaster. Yeah, I, it's been I a have, while. So. I
1: bought I bought tickets today for Friday night. I did not go through Ticketmaster. Yeah,
2: I I don't know why people would. I just but we got some social media fails. Well, we got one uh, <laughs> who changed his name today. Um, it's at Washed Up tendi. Who has some interesting takes on goaltending? <laughs> Bill rolls his eyes. <laughs> um, Change his name to Moron Alert, which I'm not sure what that means. It's maybe it's applying, referring to other people. Uh, I but he get self-identification. Oh well, that's what it should be. Uh, he tweeted out uh, yesterday. I think after the game. I guess I'm guessing now isn't the time to mention. Bennington is uh, seventh, eighth in save percentage with goalies remaining in the playoffs. Has to find a way to be even better. Big saves are key, but it's not enough. This is the same guy that uh, last round uh, said Bennington's numbers in the first round weren't that great. And I had a conversation with him. I said, Well, if you take out the sixth goal game, his numbers are fantastic. And he goes, but he played in that game. You can't take him out. I mean, do you understand what small sample size? I mean, he played great in five of the six games. Right. That's and really good in a in a series, I and mean, that's really good. So, great, good in 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 uh, five of the six games. So, what do you want? Uh, you, you want him to play play perfect every game? Yeah, that's great. Maybe that'd be great. But. No, he, he he had a game where he, <laughs> I I several times
1: was close to just tweeting at him and tagging Jake Allen saying Jake stop using your burner account because <laughs> fucking a you're a fanboy that's all you are he, you're you're
2: a Jake Allen fanboy and that, that's and that's uh, uh he but he's he's very he's complimentary of Bennington and other tw- but it's very strange you can tell he he favors Allen for whatever reason but um. He has a podcast too. So, he's a when, when fanboys that get podcasts, that's a that's that's the makings of a of a of a nice podcast, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I mean that's uh he was the one that, that do we mention last week um starting no, because we we no, this was after that. He was the one he he came on Twitter and asked, you know, do we see Jake Allen in the yes. series because, you know, I guess because his numbers were better against the stars and no, 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 you don't need two goalies in the playoffs. That's insane.
2: He's a goaltender. He's a, he plays goal. Uh, you you you'd think he would kind of understand that aspect of goaltending. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, All right, here's,
0: here's that tweet. Let's, let's, let's uh, let those who aren't on Twitter hear it. Uh, he says, is this the series? We see the blues utilize both goalies. My breakdown Bennington made numerous key game-saving saves in round one, yet stats show he needs to be better. Dallas has been the team Bennington has struggled against the most this season. Allen has solid career numbers. Um, I'm going to go just off his first point there. Bennington made numerous key game-saving saves in round one. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Yet stats show he needs to be better. No, he won the series. That's all that matters. If you I don't a, care if the goalie's GAA is 5.55 going into the next round. If your team won the series, you're starting that goalie. You don't change a thing.
2: You cannot get hung up on stats in a short series. Uh, you just can't because one game can throw off your stats like the in round one. Right. He had one game without six goals. Which it threw off his stats for the entire series. It was not indicative of his of his play across the entire series. And I was at that game. He was stellar in the first he, period. He was he always was, fantastic was in the first in period. Fucking head. It was it was two periods where his team let yeah, him the fuck right. down. And there was and there was one goal maybe he should have had. Maybe. In that, in that, but he the, was really good. The in that goal,
1: game. the, the Which, first uh, Kyle Connor goal where he went down. He was
2: too deep. He was Jake Allen. He was too deep in the net. Went down <laughs> early. Right. So, yeah. And that's that's my biggest problem with. And he's been consistent with his views. I'll give him that. He hasn't wavered too much, even though we had a discussion, and he uh, he conceded. Uh, that i was right about something i forgot what it was which i should have remembered that because uh, that that was a moment of was like, oh wow he <laughs> he was wrong about something um but uh yeah like i said in a short game series short series you cannot just base you it's a goal by goal thing you analyze each goal on whether or not over over the course of an entire season yeah numbers kind of di- dictate and will explain how well you've played more or less with the team in front of you factored in i get it But uh, in a short series, no, not at at all. A five-game series, if you have one bad game and you win the other four and play well, and you're going to tell me that because you allowed seven goals in one game that your your numbers are, your save percentage is below nine, you played shitty. No, you didn't play shitty. You played great. Just the one game where you allowed more goals and the rest of the game and it throws everything off, you can't do that. And he he doesn't understand that. I'm sure you'll find out more about more of those. You'll get more of those views on his podcast. I don't even know what it's called.
0: Uh, yeah, he doesn't really advertise it that much. So no, I he doesn't really know.
2: I don't, yeah, I've, I've seen it. Um, I saw the, you know, the, the, the artwork is, you know, it it's not good. And the, this, I listened to a part of it and I couldn't listen to much of it. It wasn't very good, but to each his own. Maybe you'll wow. like it. Maybe you'll like it.
0: Uh, wow. Uh, listen to you. Take I, that other podcast. I,
2: I'm, well, you know what? I'm just being honest. I wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Okay. Um, I didn't like the takes at all. So maybe somebody else would. I didn't think they were accurate, but that's just me.
0: Well maybe uh maybe it's it's for goalies. Uh so Bill, you give it a shot. Our friend uh in the YouTube chat, crappy goalie, give it a shot. Crappy goalie and washed up Tendy, you guys should probably be best friends. <laughs> I, I was
1: I I will admit, uh after I've had a couple
2: of beers, I confused them from time to time. <laughs> it's almost eleven o'clock. I think I'm gonna shut this
1: do you know where your kids are?
2: <laughs> it's eleven. O- dong. It's eleven p.m. Do you know where your kids are?
0: Uh, well, Douglas Johannes jumps in with our little goalie chat here. He says Grant Fear lifetime stats: eight eighty seven save percentage, three thirty eight Dif- G A. He is in the Hall of Fame. Different. Yeah, I know era. it was a different era. Just a response. I would give someone that is uninformed. Yeah, mm. different era. Hard to really justify that, especially since you know again. Well, and again, you right. know, actually, he does kind of prove He's my point. He won four
1: with cups, that. too. Right. And Jordan Bennington <laughs> yeah, he, didn't play in the he Nick Caprio my point era. with that,
0: that, that the true. Oilers were winning Stanley Cups. So, do you think at any point, even after Grant gave up five or six goals in the game, they were like, mm, let's see what the backup has to offer? No. Well, because the backup was Why Andy Why would Moog. you move yes, it?
2: That's true. Their backup was Andy Mooks. So he was pretty good. That's true.
0: <laughs> Where was Bill Ranford at that time? And he, uh, and he, he was developing.
2: He uh, he also uh, kicked his cocaine habit. So good for him. Yeah, that's 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 uh, on a that should be on a on his plaque. <laughs> Stanley Cup four times Stanley Cup winner, uh, beat cocaine. <laughs> oh, what else you got, guys? Anything else?
0: Yeah. Uh, what what are we expecting in? Uh, in game, game
2: four. 4 Blues have not lost on the road yet in the
1: playoffs. Yeah. Um I mean so here's the thing that you know talking about the game uh, last night's game and the way this series has gone and the, the Blues in general in this postseason the word that I keep going back to uh, is elasticity. This team doesn't it has more elasticity in it than any other Blues team. It resilience, whatever you want to call it. In that they bend they, but don't break. And they yeah. and they bounce back. And they bounce yeah. back. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's, you know, they're, yeah, they are.
2: By, by their third periods, too. Their third periods right. have been fantastic. Coming back, um, and they, and games they're trailing, they come back and make it close, or they come back and win, which their third period's in the playoffs. I think they have the most goals in the third period in the playoffs. They I think. do. So, yeah. And that's that's a good period to win right? in the playoffs.
1: And, and I, you know, just reading through, like, I, I don't know how many tweets I've started. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I can only, I'm only tweeting the negative. I've got to stop doing this. And, and you see, you know, you see the, you know, all those that have been there for so long, the Mr. Blue's hats of the world who are tweeting, you know, Jesus Christ, here it comes. And then, <laughs> you know, we bounce back and score. So I don't know. I, It's, we always say this, and we always let it happen but it's it's the hope that kills us but man just that fact alone that the blues are showing resilience and elasticity it is giving me hope
2: <laughs> resilience elasticity secondary scoring goaltending
1: yeah stuff that we haven't had in the playoffs ever
2: uh yeah i mean uh we've it's it's we are ten Glorias away from winning the Stanley Cup. That's still, <laughs> that should still, be the name of the episode. It, it's still too it,
1: soon to talk about it. And it there, is. You need to get to the next round. Yeah, there yeah. was a great tweet. Somebody tweeted out they found a uh, ticket stub from Laura Brannigan at Keel Opera House, nineteen eighty four. Wow. And
2: uh, they tweeted out a picture of it. So today online, I bought uh, the forty five of Gloria. Did you? For like four bucks. Nice. And I'm going nice. to frame it and do something with it. Yeah. It'd be uh, kind of cool should, just to have. You
0: said you have a record player?
2: I don't. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to frame it or something, put on the wall. Yeah.
0: You, you, you could have her sign it.
2: Oh. Oh, too soon. Mm
0: mm-hmm. hmm. Uh, let's see. Douglas Johannes says, Before you all go, I think game three is the turning point of the series. The air was let out of their sails in that game. You could tell by the post game interview of Montgomery. Uh, let's see. Uh, Josh Webster says, we won more games in a row this year than games we have left to win a cup. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I,
2: like, this, that. That I is, like that. Let's just do it again,
1: right? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, very, very good points. You know, I, I think that um, if the Blues could come out early tomorrow night and score like, you know, mm. uh, the Schwartz goal, you know, come out, set the tone early, get a goal, put more pressure on Dallas. I think it's going to be huge. Otherwise, I think Dallas is going to dominate the first period. They are going to, you know, as by the by the 10-minute mark of the first period, I expect Dallas to have the advantage of shots and possession, and they're going to press. And if the they Blues,
2: have to. Right. And it's it's their season. And the Blues do have a bad habit this playoff season. Of, of starting poorly? Uh, well, uh, almost, like, uh, almost like they're not sure how to start the game. Almost like they uh, – they they kind of see how the other team is going to come out, mm-hmm. and then they adjust. Right. It, uh, that's the, that's kind of been their mo. The, the other team, if the other team wants to, they have uh, seemed to have taken it to the Blues a little bit uh, right. early in the games. They, so
1: they allow the other team to dictate the play.
2: Yeah, and the Blues adjust.
0: I, so. I think that that's true, with the exception of of Game Five uh, last. Well, no, I'm sorry, Game Six right. with, of with last the, round
2: the quick goal the
0: blues just dominated every facet of that game almost entire 60 minutes and i'd love to see that again but i think we need to be realistic here and just say yeah the blues are going to probably let dallas come at them a little bit and the blues seem to get better throughout the game with the, at least the games they win they get better as the game goes along and and you know we've seen them have some pretty miraculous wins here uh in this short span just because by the end of the third period they're going full steam
2: have you guys been surprised at uh, Bishop's play? Um, yeah,
0: I
1: I've, bit, uh, expected, I expected better. yeah I expected uh, a lot better. Me too. You, you wonder if you know I, I think tomorrow's going to be the telling game. If if he can pitch a shutout for them or at least hold the Blues to one one goal, shutout, shutout, shutout. <laughs> it's it's going to be telling. You know, if if the Blues do score early on him, I expect I expect the Blues to be able to run up the score a little bit because I think his confidence has been punctured. He, he, I, how many times have we talked about uh a, you know confidence is so much about goaltending, and he has been on such a role he's had all this confidence goals like the one maroon scored to win the game mm. don't happen on him
2: that I, and that I, we could talk about that too that wasn't a great goal to give up either it was
1: no, no, it, no. it wasn't it,
2: it, he wasn't square he didn't challenge right. uh he didn't i mean I, it's hard, it's hard to do that when he's a guy's kind of you think he might try and stuff it you know so but Right, he he didn't make a key save at a key time for his team. No, he didn't.
1: And he I on, on a
2: shot that right. was saveable. Right, so.
1: I haven't seen a whole lot of that from him this series, and no. that's what gives me hope. Bennington, we've seen it. Bennington's been beaten a whole bunch more than we would like, but we've seen the key save at the key time, the breakaways, and yeah. you
2: know, the, I, Bennington's been he's been good. I I'm, I have no complaints uh, with him. I he I. I, I've, I've no. I'm not worried about him. No. I, I mean, right now, I just I'm. It's no, this, so strange. Right. That, it is. It is it, so strange, strange to feeling. not worry about goaltending. It is. Even if he allows a bad goal, I'm like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Right. It's well, you know,
0: a, what's funny. It's is going into the playoffs. We all even said, you know, what are we most worried about? And I think Kurt ibo said goaltending because you never know. Yeah. I mean, you know, this kid. Right. He's he's only you know he's still kind of new to the NHL, but as he's gone along, and yes, he's had a six goal game against, and yes he had three pretty crazy goals there at the end of the game, last game to go against him, but he's still playing like the kid that we saw a month ago. I mean, he's, he's so composed all the time and blues fans aren't used to that with their goaltending at all. Yeah, No, I was, I was thinking back to, uh, to
1: the conference finals against San Jose a couple of years ago, you know, sitting there, in the building in San Jose, not knowing who was going to get the start and goal oh. in, in that pivotal yeah. game five. Yeah. I mean that like, and you know, just like I, I so totally wanted it to be Brian Elliott and it was, and it was the right call, but Jesus,
2: yeah, no. I mean, you it, just it, that's didn't we- have the confidence. That's a weird, that's a weird thing. That's gotta be such a, uh, uh, almost like a confidence booster to the team to know that the other team is questioning, their starting goalie and, and who they want to play in net mm-hmm. um, and not to not have confidence in their, their, their guy um, that they're going to start the backup, which I mean, that usually doesn't work out well for a team in the playoffs. If your, your starter is not uh, up to snuff where you're considering playing your backup, that's not a good situation for your team to be in. Um, but we've seen in the past where a backup comes in and plays quite well. I mean, Casey came in and played really well uh, when fear uh, went down. We talked about fear earlier. Yeah. um he the Casey played really well i mean he allowed some goals against detroit but uh but damn that game seven he was really good and just mm-hmm. except for that he was know, yeah. except for the azimuth goal
0: yeah well ah, we've seen it God with it. uh with with other teams lately <laughs> um even uh even just this season i mean granted it was during the season but tampa bay still went on their roll with louis Domingue. Then i mean you can still have solid play in front of a backup goalie and uh it really just depends on the team still coming out and playing the game that they've been playing. So, yeah, I mean, Jake Allen could come in and, you know, still blue, still not miss a beat, but you feel that confidence right now in Bennington. And that's, that's what you want in the playoffs. I don't care. what Anybody says, yes, you want a solid backup in case something happens, but every team that has gone through to win the cup, they knew who their starting goalie sure. was by the first round. Yeah. yeah. And, and that and you, right now has been Jordan Bennington.
2: And you, you said it, in case something happens, injury yes. or all of a sudden they, they can't stop a beach ball, you know that kind of thing, uh, that's when you lean on your backup. You don't decide to start your backup just because he has better numbers against a team going in when you went with the other guy down the stretch, the second half of the season, and uh, in the first round uh, to advance. You just, you just don't make a goaltending change. Based on that, and, and if he allows a couple of goals that are questionable or has a bad game, you don't just switch. Right. You just don't. Yeah, it's not something you do in the playoffs. Yeah. That's
0: that's why Dallas didn't work a couple of years ago when they they played the Blues in sixteen. They kept going back and forth between Letton and Emmy even in that one series yep. against the Blues and. You could tell that the defense had no confidence in their goaltending.
2: Well, they had. They had issues with the goaltending all season. Yeah. That was that was their yeah. thing. Right. That was and their that,
0: deal. And that's what they didn't have
1: going into the playoffs. Right. And Right. Now they do. Right. But right. right. Bishop had the better numbers coming into this series, sure. but we've gotten the better of him. Yeah.
2: And I and that's and that's why in playoff numbers, I mean, over the entire playoff run, you might get a better idea, but short, like I said, short series yeah, I mean numbers can fluctuate so much, but from game to game, it's just it's just you can't do that. You gotta, you really have to, you have to watch the games. You just have to watch them. You can't.
0: And for those for those that want to, that question whether you should start a, a different goalie just because of his stats against that team or whatever. Think of it this way: Do you think anyone in Dallas has questioned whether Ben Bishop should be starting this series? No, no way. And If you are, you're you're insane because Ben Bishop is proven before to be a good playoff goaltender and he's a visit trophy finalist so just because jake allen has better numbers against the team you think the team's sitting there going hmm should we start jake instead no that's not how it works in the playoffs you have one guy that's your starter and like kurt said if he starts giving up beach balls or he gets hurt then you put in the other guy but before that no, no, you don't. It's no. just
2: not how it works. That is not how it works. Not even close. No. <laughs> it never has. It, I'm not sure where that, that philosophy comes from. It has never been that way. Um, and if it has, it doesn't work. It yeah, teams that, that have done it don't, don't work. It doesn't work.
0: That was another argument on Twitter with, with uh, not to keep picking on the guy, but washed up Tendy. when Kurt and I kind of were questioning, like, dude, why would you even ask who's going to get the start here? And his response was, you know, oh, the cup team's like – uh, you know Pittsburgh Chicago. and Chicago, <laughs> and, and and I'm like, wait a minute, okay, that's that's a false narrative because Pittsburgh, Matt Murray was hurt that second year, they Great. had to start somebody else, and Chicago
2: Crawford played like ass, right? And that's yeah. that's why what's his face got the start, um, darling, darling, yeah. yeah, that that was a situation. It wasn't they didn't go to him because they thought uh, that was the better play that game, uh, based on other things. It was based on uh, injuries and really shitty play. <laughs> so yeah. that's, and that's, right, which hasn't been the case here. Exactly. You're not going to, we haven't seen even close to that.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, if you want to look at it, overall stats, like for the, you know, I think he said the Blackhawks too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Scott Darling year. Um, you want to just look at the stats and without knowing the context and say, Oh, we'll see. Look, they started, uh, uh Scott Darling four games that, well, that's not really fair because Dar-
1: Darling was the darling he, against the Predators. And Darling right? was good. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. And then
0: And guess what? Once he started losing, they put their starter right back in right, the net. Right. And exactly. he
2: started winning. Yes. Uh, Doug in the uh chat says that he thinks uh Bishop is hurt when his leg got caught between, behind him. Uh, um I thought it looked like it hurt him at the time because his mm. head went back and it kind of looked at now, oh, maybe he's hurt because Bishop gets hurt so easy. He's like a rag doll. But uh, I thought the saves he made after that, he looked just fine.
1: Yeah. It, there was the one play uh, after that where it, he was kind of awkward. Like he got really low in his, yeah, in his yeah.
2: stance. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Bit, yeah, yeah. But he
1: caught himself, and he didn't seem to wince or anything. I think, I you know, as a goalie that's been in that situation, you get – your knee just bends the, the wrong way. You're and it hurts. It, it <laughs> hurts. You're expecting to feel like you're like, Oh God, Oh God, is there a pop? Is there a pop? Right. And there's not the pop. Right.
2: And I, you know, for, it's for just, I, yeah. Any, anybody, any athlete who's played a sport uh, for any length like of time has probably gotten hurt, uh, but not hurt badly. It hurts at the time. You might limp for a little bit, but it's it's fine. You're not. I sit on my bed wrong these days, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like,
1: oh god, did I, did I tear something to my knee? Yeah, it, it hurts, but it goes away.
2: And one time I was I was uh, just practicing, just skating by myself. I didn't have any, any shin guards on or anything. I was just and I was hauling ass, and I lost an edge going behind the goal, and I went down on my knee. Was the first thing to hit the bottom of the boards. Mm. Oh my god, I thought I shattered my kneecap. I thought it was. Just, I thought I messed up for a while. and it 10 minutes later, I was fine. It yeah. just hurt like a bitch for a little bit. And I'm like, fuck, it's scary. Yeah, situation. It a, was I've real had, scary.
0: I've had the same thing with, with, so I broke an ankle once actually playing and, and just a couple, couple weeks after coming back, I, uh, I fell in the same exact kind of motion. I felt a, a pop and I, I, it, you know, and I heard the, the, the cracking of the bone. And I thought, oh, <laughs> oh God, no, I did it again. And I, jumped up I, I wasn't even putting weight on and i'm like that's it i'm done i'm done and five minutes later i i you know start to take my skate off i'm like wait a minute i'm gonna try skating on this started skating on it no problem it was just bruised hmm. i mean it, it's crazy but yeah you get that first feeling and you say oh god this is it this is it i'm done i'm not gonna play again <laughs> for a six months. yep
2: Yep. Oh, a friend of ours, uh, Frank, uh, tore his ACL playing goal not too long ago. So that oh, yeah. he was he was actually hurt, right. and uh, he actually Required missed surgery and some major rehab time. So yeah, yeah. You know, well, you, Frank, do you have you Frank met Frank, uh, Jeff? Because he was going to play in that tournament that time. Yeah. yeah, I know Frank. Okay. Frank's good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Frank's nice guy. Uh, yeah. well, uh, a recent Crabby Twitter follow a right Oh
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I know Frank follows the show too. I a little bit uh, every now and then. I see a comment. Not too often though. Yeah. He has a podcast of his own. He does? Uh, does he, really? he does. The Dopey Dudes. Really? If you want to look it up, they talk about, uh, they talk a little, I I think they talk uh, running and movies and uh, just like uh, general life stuff they are interested in. What? Um, I think some hockey too. What? So,
0: There are some really good shows out there like that.
2: Just like everyday, like just uh, shooting the shit stuff. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, people you relate to, it's, it's great listens.
2: Yeah. They talk about uh, comics and m- movies and the uh, Marvel stuff and DC stuff. I think. So, yeah, I've checked out their f- show a few times. I know he's big yeah, in, he's big Gulley, into running too.
0: Gravity goalie says in the in the uh, chat here, "Ugh, that pop sucks." <laughs> yeah, he he knows he is out right now with a torn ACL.
2: Uh, yeah, I've never had that. I've been lucky. Oh, actually, you know what? I strained ligaments in my knee one time. I didn't tear them. And strained ones, oh, fuck, that hurts, too. That, that that put you out for a while. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah, I,
1: I was lucky. The The worst injury I ever suffered playing hockey, uh, apart from concussion.
2: <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. From who? You weren't playing, though. Multiple times. Multiple okay, times all right, all right. I had
1: concussions. But the, <laughs> the, the one, only, the the only one only, I gave
2: you <laughs> was sitting on the bench.
1: Yeah, I, I had a <laughs> uh, uh, pulled hamstring. Hmm. And uh, it was uh, a preseason uh playoff game or preseason um just kind of friendly match between my midget hockey team and our coach's senior men's league team and i came out to challenge the coach who thought he could get a breakaway on me and threw out a kick save and that yeah felt that pop and i couldn't walk for a couple days i was on crutches and yeah missed about a month Nice. But that—that's—I mean—I never tore a ligament, yes. never broke a bone, you know. And, yeah, but yeah, get me playing basketball, and I'll break a finger every fucking
2: time. The uh, when I when I strained ligaments in my knee, I actually scored a goal on the play. It was a shot from the point. I was in front of the goal. I tipped it by the goalie, and uh, actually I was knocked down. I was uh, before the shot. I was cross-checked down, got up. I went down my knee, got up. Thought of him was fine. Didn't feel any pain. Uh, tipped the tipped the shot. Went in. Skated to the bench picked up my leg to go over the boards um the knee that went down on my truck cross checked something happened when i went down and crushed i went down my knee uh i picked the leg up and as soon as i my my skate left the uh, surface i was like, oh it hurt like a bitch I like, oh I, I knew right away I'm like guys i'm done for yeah. this game i can't went to the doctor and they said it was probably strained ligaments and they said just rest and and i i played the next week i didn't i didn't miss a game, but it, it hurt. Like I couldn't squat fully for like a good three or four months. Yeah. Sucked. Scary.
0: It's funny how you, you think back to your early twenties, at least for me. And I think about all the injuries I had. And I, I remember just like multiple times talking to people at work and, you know, I'd be limping and, Oh man, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm having a problem with my knee, but I'm just going to play through it. Yep. And you think <laughs> play through it. What? <laughs> it's,
1: what why are
2: you playing through the yeah, work league, are you man? getting paid to play
1: right you're yeah. still on your parents insurance at this point i'm sure so,
2: oh,
1: <laughs> i think that was a major turning point in my life in my uh my decision making yep.
2: when i when i ran a, a half marathon in baton rouge uh i had a, a actually i'm sorry uh in st louis um that was a st louis one uh, i i don't know how many miles in it was i had my knee started, my T band on the side of my knee started really just getting problems and it was sore as hell to run. And I, I, I walked for like a mile and I started to run again. It's hurting. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to run through it. I don't care if it hurts. I don't care. I'll just keep running. And it seemed to work for a while because I think the, it kind of just got numb and I just got, I got used to the pain, which after the race was a fucking terrible idea. I couldn't hardly walk, uh, for a few days. Um, I, going up steps was almost impossible. It was so painful. So yeah, don't, don't do it
0: on a, on a, uh, what was it? The marathon relay that they had here in St. Louis, uh, for the, for go. I, I remember I, I had the last leg of the race. I think it was like seven miles or something. Did you run it this year? I didn't do it this year. No. Okay.
2: Last year. Uh,
0: last year I did do it. Um, but this was, I think two or three years ago and I was having some pretty serious bouts with plantar fasciitis. Uh, still do. It's a bitch. And, uh, yeah, I remember I, I about halfway through, I thought I started feeling it. I'm like, Oh God, just just push through it. Just push through it. Just push through it. And I did. And to the point where, like you said, it got numb and I'm like, okay, I'm good now. (laughs) Right. the the race was over. My feet were throbbing so bad. I literally had to take my shoes off and I just sat on the car for an hour before Mm. I even moved. It was horrible.
2: If you ran it two years ago, I ran it. Uh, I ran the half, uh, that year. Oh, you did and go St. Louis, yeah. No, oh, yeah. We should have talked. I did we did we about it? Maybe, maybe you ran it the year before.
0: We probably did. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I, let's we, go the, back to that show and listen. That would have come up, I think. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else, guys? Uh, predictions for tomorrow? We did we predict? We, we kind of did yeah. a little bit. Um, I I like the Blues in this series. I I think I think they're the better team. I think Dallas has played well. Uh, cons- I mean overall. Uh, they haven't gotten the goaltending, which you talked about, that, that the Blues have. So I right. I like our chances. I like the way the Blues have played. I think that uh, I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing that we really haven't seen the, the Blues play their game consistently uh, yet in this series from start to finish. No. Um, which uh, I'm not sure if it's a bad thing where maybe they won't uh, or if it's a good thing and that it's it will come. So the, if you're an optimist or a pessimist, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I don't think either teams played their best, but right. I think yeah. the Blues have done a better job of really isolating the the Dallas top line um, throughout the the series. And as long as they don't let uh, Zuccarello and Hints uh, dominate play like they did um, in Game Two, uh, they should be okay. And and don't you know don't let up on the you know shutting down Jamie Ben. I mean right. he, he's he's got a couple of goals but you know they I think they've they've done a good job of not letting him take games over.
2: Uh do you do you guys have a preference? I mean uh oh San Jose goes back up. What a goal. Logan <laughs> Couture again. Couture. Um, Eighth goal. Who do you uh guys who would you rather if if the Blues were to advance, not to look mm. ahead. Fans can do this though, players shouldn't. Um who would you rather face uh, San Jose or Colorado? Uh, um, San Jose. Um, I want a revenge factor. That's why I went to Nashville in the first yeah. round, but
0: I want Colorado. Do you, I I can see San Jose, uh, pulling it together against the blues. Um, I, I think the blues stand a better chance and plus there's some revenge there too from last year. That's yeah, out that's, Colorado. that's
2: true. Yeah. I, th- I think I'd rather have Colorado, but, uh, yeah. For reasons you stated, I think I agree with that. I but yeah. San Jose if Logan Couture
1: gets injured, because man, <laughs> he looks unstoppable right now.
0: Uh so we got a couple I know I didn't I can't find the exact one, but I know our friend Doug Johannes in the uh uh YouTube chat said he's calling blues in five. They're gonna take the next two, so uh, let's hope he's correct there. That would be um, nice for me Friday night. I know. Uh, <laughs> crappy goalie, I know he had something in here. Uh, game four is where you stab them through the eye into their brain, right? <laughs> let's hope you're right, Mr. Armstrong.
2: Nice. <laughs> um, I think I think that'll do it for this week's show. I don't see any tweets here. We do not that we haven't already addressed. Okay. Um, that'll do it. For this week's show, everybody enjoy tomorrow night's game. Uh, I know I will. Try to keep positive. Stay positive, yes.
0: And, and, and hopefully you're hearing this right now because our podcast host hasn't gone down on you.
2: Yeah, unlike J.B. Bett. Don't.
1: <laughs>
0: there it is.
2: Um, <laughs> obligatory. <laughs> obligatory joke. Man. Uh, that'll uh, do it for this week's show. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone. Let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues.
0: It's all Ben's fault. Let's go, Blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against sport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available.
2: I think that went
0: very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers.
2: Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. <laughs>
0: St. Louis Blues,
1: St. Louis Blues Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one Now oh, there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues Blues are on the ice tonight again They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more No matter
2: what the score They are quite a hockey team, my friend.